I'm sitting doing an Excel spreadsheet, and this this is what he finally says out of the blue and it wrecked me. Like I I went to my knees weeping in my office. No one knows about it but me, and of course now everybody I'm telling about it. Um, but he said, I, I'll ne- I never said you weren't going to use it, but you're not going to use it for your glory. You're going to use it for mine. Hey, welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. St. Ignatius said, the glory of God is man fully alive. Jesus said, it is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. This podcast is here to bring God glory through you becoming fully alive and you bearing much fruit or having powerful results in your life. I believe you can use your unique gifts and talents to change the world. If you listen to this show and read our blogs, you will be inspired to take your own journey of faith to become a man or woman who is fully alive, making an impact in the world around you. I interview people that I think are awesome that are doing that today to inspire and to challenge you. You can do the same. Let's get rolling. Today on the Kindling Fire, I am sitting in the nicest studio I've ever sat in in my freaking life. And I've got a good, good friend of mine back on the show, Steven Scoggins. Thank you so much for coming on. Dude, it's always an honor to hang out with you, man. We always have so much fun. I, we I mean, do. think about it. We basically, we basically wrecked Chili's the last time you and I hung out. So Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit. About, so uh, for those, you've been on the show. You had like a yep. part one and part two yep. because you're that kind of guy. Yep. You're a two-show kind of guy. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you got an amazing story, but just tell us a little bit about um, kind of what you, what you do now. Yeah, man. Um, as you know, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I own, currently own, I think, six different companies. I'm looking over to the corner because Renee's over in the corner, my executive assistant who keeps me organized. I own a large construction company Yeah. Um, that I've now managed to get to a place where it's been now being ran by my new executive team, who is awesome. Yeah. And the listeners can check out the previous story in the other, in the yeah, other we'll show. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll, we'll, highlight, we'll <laughs> um, uh, reference it a few times. Yeah, there. but, uh, you know, and then um, my, my heart and my call has always been uh, really solving three specific questions yeah. that uh, most of us deal with. In fact, every person on this earth will face at some specific time. The first one is, who am I? Hmm. Right? The second one is, why am I here? The third one is, what do I do next? Yeah. Right? So uh, about three years ago, three and a half years ago, I created an entity called the Journey Principles Institute, um, which is really where my, it's not that CHE and some other companies aren't like super important because they are, um, but Journey Principles allows me to be my fullest self. Right. Allows me to kind of really be in my truest identity. You know, it's, <clears throat> it's everything that I yearn for. It's everything that I wanted. It's everything that I, um, it's everything I, th- I, I think about. I was uh, sharing a little bit earlier before we got on air, but you know, it's, it's what wakes me up at night in a good way. Yeah. It's where the ideas flow and it's where the content flows and all this right. kind of stuff. And, you know, so about three and a half years ago, I created that entity and uh, we did a live event called Transform You. And I'm proud to say I'm looking to 2020 and it looks like she's coming back with a vengeance and she's going to be so much bigger and better yeah. uh, than, what, than what Transform You was before. It's not even funny. So, yeah. you know, so really what we do is we amplify lives, amplify generations. I mean, essentially, that's at my DNA. That's what I want to do. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. So, so, um, so actually, I think I reached out to you because of the interest in the prophetic, <coughs> actually. Yeah. So I think you had mentioned you had a radio show at the time. Yep. And uh, you had mentioned something about a, a mutual person that we like in the prophetic. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, Sean like, Bowles. Hey, yeah. And, and now like, we're doing hey, a road I trip. Like Holla. Uh, yeah, I, was <laughs> like, I was like, hey, I like him too. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to grow in that in yeah. that area of my life. Yeah, I think you were doing uh, words of knowledge and words of wisdom at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, and then we just kind of connected that way and through another mutual friend, Doug. So shout out to Doug. Yeah, Thank Dougie. You. What's up, Stuart? And yeah. um, 
we did so just to harken back to that show. So that was Transform uh, Part One, Part Two. It's an amazing story of your testimony. Yeah, yeah. It's an amazing story of what God did with mm -hmm. with your construction company. And really, at the time, I caught you right when things were somewhat unraveling. Unraveling's a, unraveling's a small word. Yes, but yeah, I, I'm being very politically <laughs> uh, uh, nice in that way. I mean, it was just like uh, you could have lost everything. I actually, I mean, when you if you remember when you first reached out to and text me. Um, you said, Hey, I got a, a friend of mine. He, he says, you kind of operate in the prophetic a little bit here or there. And, um, he's, he's watched you in action, you, you know, words of knowledge, words of wisdom. And he said, right. I should connect with you. And, uh, and then you and I connected and I remember the first text message. It was like, Hey man, I know Doug, Doug said, I should reach out to you. Words of wisdom, words of knowledge. I'm growing in that. I want to walk in that you yeah. know, deeper level. And I'm like, now it's not a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, I was, I had like, you know, they, they say that if you pour out too much, then you're left feeling empty, right? Mm -hmm. And at that point in time, I think I was six months into this overwhelming, what, honestly, at the time I felt like it was it a, the most difficult thing or attack I'd ever been through mm -hmm. um, outside of being homeless back in the day. And really, in many ways, it kind of was double that. Yeah. Um, only to realize that God was using that to build something cool, which is yeah. we'll get which into. Is what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so guys, so we're, yeah. so go check that out. Transform part one, part two. And you will you will get up to speed on where we're going to start today. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you back on because, yeah. um, you know, I went. My family and I became missionaries. I've been gone for like a yeah, six I know. months. I saw the clips, man. That was we, awesome. We reconnected back, and it kind of. And I was so curious, what did God do? And God did a lot. <laughs> He's and, been busy. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so we get to brag on, yeah. you know, what has the Lord been up to in, in Stephen's yeah. life? So, I, yeah, honestly, where would you? I mean, all right. So I, I said the studio, we're sitting in a ridiculous place. Yeah. Can, can we just talk about this facility for a second? I'll be glad to talk about the facility, okay. but if it's all right with you, what I'd like to do is talk about what God did. So not okay. just the hey, building. You can do it. So here's, because <laughs> here's, 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 here's the most powerful thing. The most powerful thing is not the building. It's not, the, it's not this 27,000 square foot facility with a beautiful auditorium, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's. What's the most important thing is what God did inside of me and around me. Mm. He put me through a wine press that yielded so much fruit um, in my family life, my um, basically my entrepreneur life, yeah. um, my ability to tr trust and walk with him. Dude, I went from praying, like, you know, setting up and I raised my hand in church, you know, and I'm worshiping and stuff like that to literally on my face like flat out like Superman going, God, please fix it. Please, please. I don't get it. <laughs> so many walks. Um, and the, uh, you know, so I, I don't want to, that's, you, that's mm -hmm. you being squished like a grape. That's Dude. what's going on there. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I, I don't know how much was left, but yeah, you know, and, but essentially when, when you and I first connected, uh, when we did the first show, we were, I was about a year or so into the, um, foundation so a friend of mine told me he said uh he said 2017 your your word for the year is endure mm. i'm like i want a better word can you yeah. give me a different one please yeah. right he said in 2018 your word is rebuild and he said in 2019 your word is harvest wow so you got a forewarning yes so it Still was didn't make it easy no no <laughs> it didn't make it easy and, and and here's what i've learned about god so God, if you look in uh, Isaiah, I want to say it's Isaiah 43, 45, or 42, but um, you can just type this into Google. Um, God declares the end from the beginning. Yes, he okay? does. Now, I didn't feel like that in the process because God only gives us, what, the next step? Yeah. Like, he never gives us the full movie. 
Yeah. He says, you know, I need you to go here, do this. Okay, just, all right, try to rest. You know, so you go through all these different seasons in the middle of the process. And um, one thing I've learned about God is you got to trust the process. No matter how hard it is, no matter how difficult it is, no matter how much you don't understand, no no matter how much you can't see in front of you. Mm -hmm. Because I've also learned that God seems to speak like a GPS system. You probably heard that before. Mm. He's like, he only talks when he wants you to make a left turn. Okay, turn now. Right. And then you go for a year, six months, whatever. Okay, turn now. A year, six months later, okay, turn now. And you're like, "Uh, but I'm asking for instruction, man. Come on, you know. And, uh, you know, this whole process kind of drilled that out of me. And and I think it's one of the greatest takeaways is he's already got it figured out. Yeah. It's not about doing it right, wrong, or indifferent. It's about giving your best effort, pursuing excellence in the ordinary, spending time trying to go after what he's put inside of you. Yeah, one of the things that is so, uh, that I've experienced in, when the Lord gives you a four-word, mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> I'll make that up. So when, when he's given you a, 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 an advance word, I'll say that way, um, sometimes I translate that a bit, oh, awesome, I'm going to have this grace, I'm going to have this yeah. strength, I'm going to have this power. But actually it's sort of like this like life raft yeah. that you get to hold on to yeah. in the midst of a storm. And instead of it being this powerful thing, it's like, just something you can hold on to mm-hmm. and that's about what it is you mm-hmm. hold on and say, okay god you said none of this looks like what you said none of this <laughs> feels like what you said this doesn't look like <laughs> what was in the dream I. but but and so just that do yeah. encouragement to the listeners you know yeah. the lord may give you in his love something that's yeah. coming but yeah. it uh but just that's where faith comes in you've got to hold on there's enormous power in crushing we don't think it at the time but what, he's in, uh, what God has now entrusted me with today is far better than what he entrusted with me with before, but I wouldn't be ready for it today had I not been through what he put me through the last couple of years. What did, what did God crush in you? I mean, kid, we're kind of talking in theory, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, without actually having people that have been around me sitting beside me, um, I think there's always been an... Um, so God showed me at an early age some of the things and dreams and some other things that I would be doing. Yeah. Much like Joseph. Okay. What did Joseph do at the very beginning of the Bible when as soon as God gave him this massive dreams about his brothers worshiping? He bragged about it. He was arrogant, right? It didn't stop the calling that God had given Joseph. Right. But Joseph took the dream in a non-prophetic way Mm -hmm. to a sense. It's not that you're going to be here or you're going to be doing this. It's like, Mm -hmm. this is going to happen soon. I got, you're going to be worshiping me. Right. Right. So I think there's an air, um, I think one of the things that I would say that he's probably brought out of me is more humility, mm. less arrogance. Um, my love for people was deepened even greater. Yeah. There's a uh, old proverb um, that I actually have on a wood thing out here that comes from the Bible, but essentially it's uh, break your heart for what breaks yours. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I've gotten to a, a deeper level, deeper understanding of understanding who God has created each person to be. God gives me unique insights into what that person's supposed to be. Um, he, he'll, he'll actually give me downloads, prophetic downloads of, hey, that person should be in ministry. That person should be in music. That person's a lawyer and they should be doing art. What are they doing? Like, um, I, there's another uh, a, a thing I heard. It's called, uh, I'm trying not to butcher this, but it, the, the phrase is, um, powerful people see people with potential. Mm-hmm. And people with potential know power when they see it. Mm-hmm. I've tried to flip that on its head a little bit.
because I don't believe that as people, as, especially as Christians, as people that are pursuing God, prophetic and stuff like that, if you're pursuing the gift to create power within yourself, mm. then you're going at it all wrong and God will make you. He will crush that out of you. Yeah. Okay. Um, when the journey principles were getting going three years ago, right, we had a tremendous amount of momentum, right? Let's say climb, 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 climb. I invested a tremendous amount of money um, creating the journey principles. Um, but I'll and never forget and book and, and events, curriculums, also. live events, all yeah. of that. Right. Um, and because of the rapid growth, I was like, see, it's coming to pass. It's coming to pass. It's coming right. to pass. Right. Well, in the grand scheme of things, <clears throat> I've learned that power is not the pursuit. Authority is. Mm. But authority's greatest power is knowing the authority you have was not yours. It was given to you to be entrusted as a steward. So I like to say it more like this. People with authority see potential and people with potential know authority when they see it Mm. because when you're operating in authority you're by definition taking back you're you're playing the role where jesus took back the keys from satan Mm. to restore the garden does that make sense yeah so there's this whole like pursuit of authority and before that i think i was and i'm only human just like everybody else um I think I wanted to be like my mentors, like everybody else. My, a lot of my mentors had large stages, large, could, could command large crowds. I'm talking thousands upon thousands of yeah. people. Yeah. Um, they made all kinds of money. The money was never really a big deal for me because I just, my heart was already kind of unfixated on that. Um, but prestige. Yeah, sure. Prestige was something I, that, you know, when, when I came off the stage, somebody's like, man, you just, yeah. And they're weeping and they're like, oh, just, you know, like it's, it touches you, you know, and then, and then you do it again and again and again and again. And um, so you know God's doing something, right? But at the same time, if you're seeking the prestige that comes with it rather than the service that it takes to serve, right, then, you, then your whole thing's wrong. And God challenged me on that. I remember, uh, you know, probably a year into my struggle, I'd asked a question like way at the beginning of the struggle. And the question was, I don't understand why would you, spend, why would you have me spend three years creating this content and not have me do it, like not use it. God was silent for a year. I'm talking not a word. I didn't, I didn't have a dream. I didn't have an utterance. I didn't have a prophetic download. I didn't have a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom. Um, it was almost like my, my, my gifting that he had given me had been completely stripped away. Yeah, and I want to, just to harken back to our old show, I mean, you had to let people go. Yeah. You had to, I mean, you... That did you, nothing wrong. Yeah. It, but gave me like their best. Everything yeah. just kind of came to a close. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So. You know, and I'm a big believer that, you know, if... If the organization struggles or your relationship struggle, whatever, then it starts with you first, right? So I'm, a, I'm big into accountability. Like, I'm much more, I'm very, and I've always been this way. I don't know how to get out of it because people, people say, that, oh, well, that's not your thing to worry about. I'm like, I'm working on it because really the buck stops, buck stops with me. So then I'm like, I failed them. I failed them. I failed them. I failed them. Right. Even though the circumstances and, and surrounding being it. silent. Yeah, so and guys, he's like, you got, you got to hear this. Yeah, so I'm, I'm asking, <laughs> yeah, I'm asking, you know, did I sin? And I'm asking repeatedly, did I yeah. sin? Did I do this? Did I do that? I mean, my, was my intentions wrong? I mean, like, like what, what, like, why? Yeah. I literally thought, you know, after building a, a fairly successful company, I think at the time CHE was, I think, grossing maybe $35, $36 million a year. Right. You know, it's a good-sized company. I was, I had, you know, three or 400 people employed, you know, company-wide. We'd already scaled to three states. You know, I, I was like, so I thought I could, you know, I thought I had an executive team in place that I thought I could trust. And um, turns out, God was going to use that to show me some blind spots, Yeah, you know, and, you know, fast forward a whole year later after I asked this question to God about, you know, you know, basically, you know, if, if why didn't you, why, why aren't you going to use this? 
I'm sitting doing an Excel spreadsheet, and this this is what he finally says out of the blue, and it wrecked me. Like, I, I went to my knees weeping in my office. No one knows about it but me, and of course now everybody I'm telling about it. Um, but he said, I, I'm ne- I never said you weren't going to use it, but you're not going to use it for your glory. You're going to use it for mine. Hmm. Two very powerful things he said when he finally responded. One, his response says that I was coming out of the test and that he'd planned to resurrect what I thought was dead. Mm-hmm. Because when he said, you're not going to use it for your glory, you're going to use it for mine, he's saying, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And it's going to be so profound and so powerful, you won't be able to take credit for it. Right? The other thing he, the other thing he, he was telling me, in a very loving kind of father kind of way, I mean, one, we're talking one sentence, dude. Yeah, like, awesome or less, way. right? Yeah, sure. Some, sometimes it's just like a word, right? One sentence, he said, he basically said, I'm going to resurrect and it's going to be me. You can't take credit for it. You'll never better take credit for it. Okay. The other thing he said is, the intention of your heart determines the pursuit of my mind. Uh, whether, that, or not, whether or not you get to, get to go forward or backward or stay put. You know, there, there's another frame, uh, terminology. They say the teacher is always silent during the test, Right. There are certain things in every list, all of our listeners, like we're all trying to answer the same three questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What am I supposed to do with that? Right. The only way that actually happens is with God's anointing, period. Okay. Now, however you discover that, whether or not you're three or 83 is irrelevant. Right. As long as God gets you there. Right. As long as you surrender and let him get you there. But in the grand scheme of things, it's him that's controlling the path. And because he's controlling the path, he has the ability and the oversight to say, you're not going to be ready for what's to come unless you deal with this now. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like his grace let me deal with it all the way up, all the way up to the first live event. And then his grace said, okay, that's as far as I can let you go without change. Mm-hmm. So now you and I are going to work together for the next year and a half. Well, in this case, a year and a half, and we are going to change you because if I don't transform you, you'll never be able to transform others. Yeah, one of the things that, I became very uh, uh, keenly aware of when we were on the mission field was that my strengths were my greatest weakness. Mm. I have a lot of things I can the do. The Achilles heel. Right. Mm. And, and I think a lot, the listeners, you guys have a lot of things you can do. And, and what happens is you just start to lean on your abilities. Mm-hmm. You lean on those strengths and it becomes less anointed mm-hmm. that you can, quote, get it all done. Oh, yeah. Right. And where's what you're going after? And that's the power and authority thing. Mm-hmm. What you're going after is authority. Yep. What you're going after is God's anointing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gave you those strengths. But he, there's this, this dependency that crushing a mm-hmm. lot happens. When you get crushed, sometimes you're like, well, why did you do all this stuff? And you know what? You know, you, <laughs> you throw your hands up. But at the end of the day, God says, no, I put all those giftings in you. I just need the motivation of those giftings mm-hmm. to come totally out of humility and totally dependence on me. And you'll enjoy the process and you'll be even more gifted and anointed than you ever been, mm-hmm. but don't lean on those things. Yeah. And that journey for many people that are entrepreneurs and leaders and call to do things, that is a journey you will go on. I'm yeah. just going to give you forewarning. If you have not gone on it, and you can maybe shorten it by humi- humbling yourself <laughs> yeah. uh, on the front end. Uh, yeah. uh, that would be lean in <laughs> when adversity comes. Humble, lean in, don't yeah. lean away. Uh, but yeah, because I mean, that's I went through it. You've been yeah. through it. Uh, I've seen. I've interviewed so many people, and it is so common. It is not like your story is not just unique. 
I, I mean, it is unique, but, <laughs> but from the standpoint of, of God's are. interaction, yeah. it's not. You know, it's crazy. I was just thinking as you're talking, I was, you know, I love the word, the crushing. I know that's what in the original show topic, but I guess that's where we're going down the path for a moment anyway. Think about a piece of coal. Okay. It has all the refined elements inside of it. It's got everything it needs to become a diamond. Okay. It's got all the, whatever the elements are, the zinc or whatever else goes into yeah, being yeah. a diamond, right? The coalishness. Yeah, the coalishness. The coalishnessness. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk, coin the new word. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if you think about, if you think, just think about the raw goods. So essentially a, a piece of earth has tremendous raw goods. Okay. Relate that to your raw goods, your talents, your yearnings, your yeah. deep desires, the things that God's put in your heart. Um, take all of that. It doesn't become a diamond, sharpened, razor sharp, able to cut pretty much anything that comes in contact with until it goes through the crushing. Mm-hmm. I've also learned that you're going to have multiple phases of crushing going through life. Mm-hmm. So my first crushing was the homelessness piece. That was the breaking of the poverty mindset and breaking of the, um, the uh, self-worthlessness or the insecurities that came with that and all the stuff like that. Um, the next one it has was uh, obviously leaning into my own strengths 100%, right? So and, th- and then doing it again and learning, oh, I can't lean into my strengths even that much yeah. and then that much. All the way to the last point where, you know, the last few years, it, it was stripped, yeah. completely stripped away. P.S. Right now, I need to um, just pause. My wife, by far, the most incredible woman on this planet. Mm. I have no idea how she endured what we went through together because she knows my heart. She knows that when um, I'm fighting, I give it all I got because I'm all heart. Like, I'm five foot nothing, <laughs> 150, 60 something, you know, like kind of deal and... I've always been underestimated. I've always been kind of in the unseen background and stuff like that. The last, the last got to be chosen for soccer or dodgeball or whatever kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, you know, and so I take, you know, anything that was coming out of me was something that I was using to propel. Yeah. And she stood beside me, man. She, she encouraged me. She, she was the one that gave me Benadryl to help me sleep at night and, you know, yeah. all these different things. And when God puts you through a serious test, okay, it's, so there's tests. Yeah. And then there's crushings, okay? Tests take you towards the crushings, and there's moments of harvest in the middle of test, okay? Crushings prepare you for a supreme harvest. When I, when I last saw you, I told you I was looking at a property that uh, CHE had began to be basically foundationally restored. That's uh, coming out of 2017 into right. 2018. And that God had woke me up and began showing me visions of my, my office seats being full in the building we were in at the time we had only one work only one workstation um he woke me up at like 2 a.m i'm online i'm looking at properties i'm like well you know we're leasing now in custom area i've I've always bought one and then kind of you know renovated it because i'm i like real estate you know kind of deal long story short is i'm scrolling through this this property and i'm like Man, that building looks cool. And it's like dilapidated. Like it's like it was built in the nineties and like gray and weird color tones that I don't know if you remember like the seventies or the yellow and old yeah, orange yeah. shag carpet. Like it was like ugh. Um but and I and I saw the price, I was like, Whoa, I can't do that. And I kept scrolling. Something in me said, Go back. Go back. Go back. I'm like, okay. At the time the bank that we do business with has been trying to basically throw money at me and basically we'll, we'll own you whatever you want. I'm like, I don't do debt. I, you know, I'm, yeah. we're personally debt free and I'm trying to, I'll keep trying to keep my businesses debt free and you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and then, uh, so I was like, but I was like, 
It's, it's a big number, right? It's, it's a big building. It's a big number. Um, and I said, well, I just had a peace in my spirit. So what I did was I reached out to my lender at the time, the following Monday morning, sent her a quick email. Say, hey, look, I found this property. Here's a link. Um, here's what I'd like to do with it. Uh, here's how a sublease would work for the property we're already in and kind of gave her some parameters. I kid you not, not even 10 or 15 minutes later, I had a response. We'd love to do this project for you. Yes. Yes. And by the way, if you'll do this and um, we'll, we'll limit the personal guarantee, you won't even have to give us such a big personal guarantee. And like all these different things that are like don't happen in the banking world. Right. Normally, there's an extensive approval process. They knew what I just went through or was coming out of. Right, with your company. Right, so a yeah. bank would, if I was the bank, I'd be like saying risk. I'm like, right. we don't know where this is going to go yet. We're not, like, meanwhile, they're like, oh, no, we'll, we'll totally do it. Da, 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 da. So I set up a meeting to come to the building. Um, so, like, like I said, I mentioned before, it's 27,000 square feet. And I didn't know this at the time, but I walked through the front door, and I had a sense of peace that I can't explain. Mm. Almost like I was meant to be here. Almost like it was being prepared for me the entire time. The owner of the property actually lives in Japan, or the previous owner of the property lived in Japan. And he wanted to get rid of it just because I guess he'd had several different entities in the building. Um, they'd always start off good and then it got to the point where they couldn't pay their rent. Um, unfortunately, some, many of those were churches, um, stuff like that. There was a church in the building at the time, Hispanic church. I offered to kind of, as part of my deal when I was trying to negotiate, I was like, look, you can stay here, da, 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 we'll work it out. I just need half a building because it's a big building. Well, I walk in the door, I'm touring the facility, and it's dated, but I could, I was seeing the flooring laid. I was seeing much of what you've looked at since you've been here. Yeah. The bookstore and all the kind of cool stuff that we hear, that we have here. Um, the tech, the, where the tech was going to go, where the screens were going to go, where the video was going to go. It's like I already knew. And um, this, this was still when I was coming out of the whole craziness. I walk through the front door and I begin to walk, and then the cum de ta, I guess, was that, is that how you say is that? I don't know if they said that. Is that how you say Or is it cum de ta? Awesome. The awesomeness. <laughs> the, the awesomeness. <laughs> I walk through the. Uh, cum de ta. Yeah, right? <laughs> I walk through the auditorium. Uh, I'll open the door to the auditorium and I was blown away. Dude, this building seats 450 people. Yeah. There's an auditorium in the center of this building. Now, keep in mind, before that, with Journey Principles, I had a stage that might would have fit four chairs in our previous building over in Clayton. Right. Now we had it set up and minimally set up. Light lighting wasn't that great. It was okay, but it was good. Um, it's home. You know, we felt good there. I walk into this place. I see 400 chairs and I'm like, God, what are you doing? Now keep, this is after his comment to me, right? Yeah. Fast forward past that. Um, there's you know, they say there's always a really solid test before something happens. Well, I go ahead and put an offer in the building. We negotiate a price. I meet the pastor of the previous church here several times to talk about you know what could be. He tells me, "Well, we think we're going to go ahead and relocate. We really can't. It's really too big for us now. We have about you know we have like 200 people a week or whatever. Um, we're, we found a place of Capitol Boulevard. We're going to go." I'm like, "Okay," because I'm thinking, you know, at the time my mortgage that was going to be on the new property was not too far off from what I was paying in lease payments to the payment the place I was leasing. Right, a few thousand bucks off, but enough for me to cover in, in a shortfall. But I was like, "Oh." I was thinking the church would cover the offset. You know, now it's a break-even. Now it's like a no-brainer, right? He, he jets um, in, a, in a good way, like completely. Like yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm short-terming some stuff, some slang and some stuff. But um, And then um, before, right before closing, CHE's kind of like doing better. Uh, P&Ls are okay. 
like nothing to super write home about. 2018 was a crazy wet year, so we got within we did like 400 little houses less than we normally do just because of rain. I think we had three or was it three or four hurricanes on the coast of North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. you know all this kind of stuff. And so in September, my wife and I go to uh, Hawaii. That was like she's like, if things are at least stabilized, like I need you to come with me. Yeah. Right, it's time for you and I. Like I I haven't seen you for basically two years. You're coming with me. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Whatever you say. <laughs> right. Um, we go to Hawaii. And uh, I'm thinking things are okay. I'm coming back to close on the building in uh, basically the very end of September and into October. I get back. I close on the building. Um, and then my controller sends me the financials for September. And I was terrified. I was like, what did you just let me do? Dude, what? Well, like I didn't. You, I, I didn't want to give in. you the numbers, and because I was, I was scared. You, you know, you, you, you know, you know, you'd have questions, and I mean, like concern questions, like you know, I mean, the numbers were so bad in September because of the hurricanes. I think we worked one week out of the year, and my payroll every month is substantial. We have to do hundreds, a couple hundred homes a year, really to kind of really break even month to month to month to month. We didn't. I think we broke maybe 150 or 60 houses. And this is after you signed. This on is after property. I signed. I'm like, I just fought for the last two years. Oh my gosh, God, no, no, no! Like, come That's on. Huge. Yeah, and you know, and I hadn't. I didn't have a sublease at the time on the other property, and and I just, I just had this thing. Trust me, just trust me. I'm not gonna let you fall. I'm not gonna let you fall any further than you have to to to, to acquire the purpose. Just trust me. And I'm like, God, no, you don't understand. If, I, if, if October's like this, then I got to lay people off again. And I don't want to lay people off again. I've already. And I just bought this. I just bought this building, big building. And, and, oh and now I got a personal guarantee out there. And even though it's small and I could, I could liquidate my week, you know, my wife, my mind went into worst case scenario. And worst yeah, case sure. scenario. And here's the thing about worst case scenario worst case scenario in your mind is always bigger than it actually is. Yeah. Considerably. So what I mean by that is. Yes, worst case scenario, I get to start with zero. But I'm not starting with loss. Right. Okay? I'm starting with zero, and I'm starting with a healthy, th healthy family who I sat down before we bought the building and said, okay, guys, here's the deal. Here's the opportunity. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what I think God's doing. I don't know for sure, but I'm just telling you what I feel like is going to happen. Right. right. Kind of deal. And they said, do it. So they're taking the risk with me, like, because I don't, because I'm not a personal guarantee kind of guy. Like, yeah. I don't normally do those. Like, in 20 some years of business history, I've never signed a personal guarantee. Yeah. Right. Um, fast forward, October ends up being the biggest month of the year. November is just as big as October. Defe December we kind of break even. We ended up closing out the year with a pro with a small profit. Mm. And here's what I want everybody to remember: no matter what you're going through. No matter the, the feelings you have in your heart, no matter the, how you misguided you feel like your steps are, no matter um, how you question your identity, who you are, and what you're supposed to be, and what you're supposed to do, all that kind of stuff, I can, we can totally help you with that for sure. But no matter any of that, put all that stuff to the side. The one thing I want you to remember is God declared the end from the beginning. He's already planned the steps. There'll be twists and turns along the way because that's what shapes us and defines us. That's what creates the stories that you use to connect with people. Just like this long story we've been going on with for an hour plus, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of deal. So he's already declared the end from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Your identity is already registered in heaven. He's going to help you discover it. Mm -hmm. The quicker you surrender, the quicker you go through the crushing, the quicker you get to walk in it.
<laughs> one of the things that it's so powerful is uh, is God. Um, a lot of times when we go through the dark seasons, we think, oh, God's trying to just destroy everything. Mm-hmm. But in fact, he's just purifying it. Yeah. And he's not destroying your giftings, your calling, your, the, what, your prophetic words you received and all the things that God has done in your life. Mm-hmm. It's just a purification of yep. those things so that they are more anointed, more fruitful and, and more connected to him. Yeah. And your story is, is that. So it's such an encouraging story. So if people want to know more about like how to get in touch with <laughs> what you're doing. All the cool and, stuff and we're doing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I think the easiest way is just go to journeyprinciples.com. Okay. Um, there are various ways to connect. There are various free tools we give away for people to use, disc assessments and personality stuff. And um, we're going to be relaunching Transform You in the first quarter of 2020. Yeah. Um, based on what God's given me for, those, for the new event, it's going to be powerful. I can already tell you that um, God is bringing the people this time He's also bringing the means to help the people this time. So a couple things mm-hmm. we did is um, in past times when you're running a business, you're trying to make, you have to make a profit to sustain yourself, right? Well, our past ticket price for Transform You back in the day was like a grand, like it was, like was going to be up there. Um, just because of I had to rent so much stuff, lights, tell, you know, because I wanted to right. it's an experience, right? It's not, just, it's not just content. It's fertile harvest ground. Like you come, you bring an open heart and a mind, and I promise you you'll leave Transform kind of deal, right? Right. Well, now that I own the building, I own the lights, I own the cameras, I own the tech, I own the space, I own the, I own the coffee bar, you know, and I say I, we all know who actually owns yeah, it. Yeah, right, the Lord. Right. Um, we've got the ticket price down about 400 bucks um, to come to a three and a half day live event. When I say live event, I'm talking live event, like it's legit Yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that's in my heart is I wanted to make sure that... Um, Pretty much that money basically covers our cost to put the event on. Um, but I wanted to make sure that it was attainable. I wanted to make sure that the, the guy that I used to be, um, that barely had two nickels to rub together, could somehow manage to save up the money to go there. So what we did was we created programs for people who have uh, financial difficulties to, either, one, either be sponsored. So right. we have some outside sponsors who are interested in helping people who are sincerely ready to go and kind of get their life on track. And then we also created payment plans. So basically they, they can make a monthly payment of 30, 40 bucks a month for however many months it takes for them to save up and they just drop into the next class. So journeyprinciples.com. Yep. Journeyprinciples.com. Steven, I'm so glad we're friends. Oh, dude. I, I love being your friend. I love being your friend. It's, it's fun. It's a I bromance. Love, yeah. It's, it's, it is a bromance <laughs> and it's an irony. Thanks dog. I, like I, I yeah. just am so, um, like it's, uh, you inspire me. Oh, yeah. dude, you inspire me. Like so I said, we, 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 we closed down Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, man. Thanks, buddy. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want more information on The Kindling Fire, go to our website, thekindlingfire.com. There you can learn how you can join the fire starters. That is a community that I'm sending free e-courses, Bible devotionals. We're doing special challenges to really help you guys move towards the dreams that God has placed in you. I'm also on Instagram at The Kindling Fire. And as always, be awesome.